Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, we're about 90 minutes through the show. We got about 90 minutes left. It's time for some halftime entertainment. And now, 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 your halftime entertainment. entertainment. And we have a special guest for Halftime Entertainment because he was entertaining us this weekend. He is the voice of the Carolina Thunderbirds hockey team. And this worked out perfectly because, Jeremy, you were at the game. I was. Uh, Victoria, do we have the call before we bring on Brett Wiseman? Here is what Brett Wiseman called when all of a sudden we got one of the greatest things you can get in hockey, two goalies squaring off. Here's what it sounded like. Fight! Goalie fight! <laughs> Wyrick and Babic! Here we go! Oh my goodness! This is happening! Babic and Wyrick going at it! Babic, a right, a right, a right, a left, a right! Babic! Go, Boris! Go, Boris! Go! Boris throwing right hands! He and Wyrick! Boris has Wyrick on the takedown! Boris Babic! You beauty! <laughs> he is Brett Wiseman. Follow him on Twitter at Broadcast Brett, the voice of the Carolina Thunderbirds. Brett, welcome to the program. How you doing, sir? How's it going, Hayes? Uh, it's going great, man. It's great to have you. Uh, the enthusiasm you showed there, the, it was 100% authentic. You, you were, if you watch the camera pans, and you're sort of watching all the action on the ice, and then when you realize it's a goalie fight, you brought the energy that everyone should have. Jeremy, you tweeted almost in the way that, that Brad talked. I think it was like all caps with an exclamation point. Goalie fight! Yes. Um, how cool was it to call a goalie fight in what is this year, you know, eighth or ninth or tenth game? You're in your first season, correct? Yeah, this is my third week with the team, and I've already had a goalie fight. And about five minutes before we went on the air, ESPN sent me a DM and picked up the clip. So it's... it's you know, we're, we're 72 hours removed, and it only seems to be getting bigger. Ah, uh, fantastic. Well, t- tell us what it was like. I mean, what what were you feeling when you saw a goalie fight? Something that, you know, you could go 10 seasons and never call, right? Like, what was it like when you saw a goalie fight? It was, you know, it was kind of just like I called it. It was a, oh, my gosh, this is happening, which I, I believe I said. It was kind of that, <laughs> oh, wow, moment. This is actually going to happen. Um. It was amazing to call. I think I lost track of which hand was left and which hand was right. Nah, you know. Just kind of got, it was an, I'm going to be honest, it was an out-of-body experience. I was kind of just, um, I was in the moment and um, just, just an amazing thing to, to call and to be a part of. And, and the energy in the building was nuts. So I I was there. I was uh, there with my son watching the game. By the way, my son thought that was the most entertaining part of the game. I don't blame him for that. Um, but when I was looking, when I was watching this, it looked like one of those things where, like, I think there had been a fight already. It was toward the end of the game. It was like eight to three at that point. And, and you just saw the goalies kind of just circle and they're like, they look kind of bored. And it became this thing of like, why not? Like, you know, I had to explain to my son, like, why did they fight? They weren't even like talking to each other. They're, they're, they're like all the way across the rink. So like, did you find out like 
after the game, like why why they just decided to drop the gloves? So I, I talked to Boris, um, Boris Babic after the game, uh, the beauty as he's come to be known. <laughs> yes. And he he said that uh that uh Wyrick, the, the Mississippi goalie, had been challenging him since the middle of the second period to and kind of waving him down the ice during stoppages to meet at center and fight. So eventually it got to the point where Wyrick was waving him at this point. Babic was kind of circling and skating his way out there. Wyrick actually went over and asked his head coach, can I fight? <laughs> That's a real question. How many goalies we got tonight? Yeah. I don't know how this is going to go. Because the rule is if you're a goalie and you fight, you're done. So, But both guys were done. Wow. Yeah. Mario Cavallari, who did not start, Technically played 24 seconds of hockey, faced zero shots, and picked up a win. Yeah. Fantastic. It was great. Brett Wiseman, voice of the Carolina Thunderbirds, joining us. Is there some of that element? I mean, I don't understand how you can have – it's one thing if you're in, like, a a playoff series or you've been going against these guys for years, but, like, how can you have animosity for someone that, like – you barely even like can see them, and there's no way they've bumped each other at all during the game, right? They're not physically near each other during the game. Is there some element of – Folks, and I'm not taking anything away from the skill of some of the Thunderbirds or Seawolves players, but do these guys know in part they are partly there for the crowd and uh, and that they're selling tickets? In a way, and, you know, from, from the actual hockey perspective of it, that had been what happened at the end of that game had been building uh, from Friday night. Friday night was an 11-3 to win for, for the Thunderbirds, and um, there were some some shenanigans that went on during that game. Uh, a Mississippi player knocked the net off on purpose late in the game uh, when Carolina had a wide open yawning Dirty. cage. Dirty. Another goal. Uh, Joe Pace is the one that knocked it off. And he's he's kind of notorious around the league from his time in Port Huron as being a comedian or an entertainer on sure. the ice. Sure. Someone who kind of stirs things up a little bit. And uh, towards the end of that game, there was an offsides. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's the long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan. If you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. And Dawson Baker and Joe Pace got into it. Uh, Dawson imitated Pace and knocked the net off its moorings on purpose, ah. pointing at Joe Pace. They got into it. Um, and then there was kind of a, a, a fracas and then kind of in the midst of it all, uh, Boris and, and, and Blake Wyrick had their fist bumping uh, center ice pillow fight. But, uh, you know, it had been building for some time, even before that, uh, Justin Bioni for Carolina had taken a hit up high um, that was not called a penalty. So Carolina really for the rest of the game felt like they had to defend themselves from anything and everything that uh, that this expansion team was going to bring at them, trying to, to you know send a message and establish themselves. And the fun part is there's 14 more meetings between this, these teams. This season. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of the th- great things was I, there was a fight right before that. 
And the, the PA announcer just says, ah, you know, after the fight's over, he says, ah, you don't get that at a baseball game. And the crowd went nuts. It was a great crowd. And then, then the goalie fight happened. So everybody got revved up for the first fight. Then the goalie fight happened. And then after that, like literally at the exact moment, right across the street from the, from the fairgrounds annex is the Wake Forest football game is happening. And uh, after the goalie fight, the PA announcer comes on and goes, well, you don't get that at a Wake Forest football game and <laughs> just brought the house down. So that was just an incredible, incredible thing to witness for my son's first hockey game. Brett, we're a little bit short on time. Uh, my producer's very upset with me. Actually, Victoria didn't get upset, but she just, uh, no. she watches out for me. But very quickly, I know that your father worked in sport, has worked in sports here for a long time and you're standing on your own two feet of your sports career. How did you decide to go the broadcasting route when he's been such a great writer? Uh, well, Steve's been, Steve's been great. Uh, he's actually my uncle. Oh, my, um, my uncle. I, I knew that. I, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, Steve, Steve's always been fantastic to me. And, um, um, I said this in, in my write-up when I took the job, I knew in fifth grade when I was watching the 09 final and I heard how Doc Emmerich was describing the game, I pointed at my TV and said, that's who I want to be right, right there. So I've, I've known for a while. That's what I wanted to do. I went to App State for broadcasting and here we are. Very cool. Uh, check him out on Twitter, broadcast Brett. Check out the Carolina Thunderbirds broadcast. Who knows? Maybe we'll get another goalie fight. Uh, we appreciate it. Keep bringing the energy to all your calls, man. Great work. Thanks, Hayes. Good to talk to you. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.